Sport Press Podcast featuring hosts Jay Hove, Chef, Wheezy, and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press Podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one-stop shop for all sports related news and topics. I am Jay Hove. It's your boy Big Jeff. Wheezy in the building. Say what's up, Wheezy. What it do? What it do? What's going on? Coach Lockback and what's up, Cal? What's up, fellas? What's up? Everybody all right? Yes, sir. Another one. We're here, man. Weezy peace signing. Right. Focus. Coach. He got his Lakers hoodie on for the night. Huh? Gotta close out. Gotta close out tonight, right? That one actually looks authentic right there, Weezy. Episode, <laughs> episode 334, man. We are bringing the 2020 NFL Top 7 Series to a close with the cornerbacks and safeties. FSP style. Always FSP style. You better damn know it. Better damn believe it. Let's kick it off, man. Best of the week. Lock, what you got, buddy? Man, my best of the week is uh, I'm scrolling Twitter, and I see a guy has won a lottery. And he decides to accept his lottery winnings in a screen mask. So he collected 1.2 million, and his family doesn't know who he is. We wrote it on his you. <laughs> but I can kind of see that. You know, I can dig that. I don't blame him. Because mm-hmm. sometimes family the worst. Dog. Listen, listen. He'll be broke by next week, messing with his family, trying to get all that money to people. That's a fact. <laughs> fact. What you got, Weezy? My best of the week, man, is the NFL was back uh, this this past Thursday, man. We got a real football game on Thursday. Yeah, we did. More coming. Pause. <laughs> yeah. Pause. Jeff, what you got? Lock, you might know, might be up on this one. Uh, Jeff Sims, former star commit to Florida State. He decommitted after they fired the great Willie Taggart. Now he's the starting quarterback for Georgia Tech. Know who he plays week one in college football? Florida State. I hope they bust Florida State ass. Oh, come on now, Jeff. Hold on now. Hold on now. Wait just a damn minute now. We, you know, we lose them now. We lose them. It's like we get them sometimes now. We, we can't say we hope we lose now. I just want him to send a message. I hope he has a great game. That's there you why. go. Say you hope, say he, has hope he has a good game, but we still win. I'm bitter right now, Locke. I'm bitter. You're right. Yeah, you are. I can see. You're right. And it shows. It's written all over your face. <laughs> you don't have to say a word. <laughs> You're right. My best of the week, man, is Colin Kaepernick, man. After being kept off the game, John Madden the last three years, Cap is back. He's an overall 81. Puts him in the middle, top 15. 
as far as quarterbacks on the game, but I got to have them on the season. Shout out to the franchise. We'll start a new franchise this season. We got some content coming with that. Should be exciting, man. Only person not on this Zoom playing is Wheezy. Wheezy, are you purchasing a uh, PlayStation to join the franchise? I I think I'm purchasing a PlayStation. That That's in the budget. Worst of the week, Wheezy, what you got? My worst of the week, man, was uh, my fantasy football draft, man. I, I had my hopes set on one player, and I don't know if I spoke too much about it or he didn't fall to me, and I knew what he was going to do. Uh, Clyde Edwards LR, man. So I know if he got past that one play, I was going to get him, but he, he didn't fall to me. Yeah, for sure. We got some interviews coming with the FSP fantasy draft, man. So be on the lookout for that, man. That's, look at him. Look at him. Jeff, what you got? Worst of the week, man. <laughs> Come on back, brother. We need you. Uh, worst of the week. So Oscar De La Hoya, Golden Bird Promotions, and DAZN. Also, Canelo Alvarez are having a tiff right now. It's kind of fun to watch, but if you listen to the breakdown of this, somebody's lying, and it's going to come out sooner or later. Canelo seems to think he had control over who he was fighting and when he was fighting. DAZN seems to think they they were promised a fight between him and Triple G, a third fight between him and Triple, D, Triple G, and Golden Boy Promotions is just caught in the middle saying they had nothing to do with anything. This is, this is why boxing is always in the middle of something that's never positive because promoters and promotions get in the way and bills and all these things. Let the fighters fight and do their thing. Hell yeah. Boxing always some slimy shit going on. Always. Always some tricky trying to get over scam shit. So, what you got, coach? Man, my worst of the week is Dak Prescott. His take by Skip Bayless, man. Dak Prescott, everybody know, he he lost his brother to suicide, and he came out and said that he was depressed, and he went into a depression, and he didn't want to talk to anybody. Let everybody know how it affected him, and Skip Bayless came out and said that he's not a good leader because he did all that. Now, I almost said something bad on here. I'm going to let it slide. I'm gonna, but you just know, Skip Bayless, you on that list for sure. You've been on the list for a while, but you're really on the list now. Yeah, That's Skip my worst of the week as well, man. Skip, man, he said it was a sign of weakness. And, you know, you contacted Dame Lillard and apologized saying that you were depressed during your um, – tiffed with him and you're just acting out because you were depressed and now you're calling that weak because he's going through the same thing you went through man. sucker he's a sucker mm-hmm. stat of the week shout out to easy one two nine for this fine Ooh, that rhyme Ooh, i'm still going uh pause mm-hmm. a white cornerback hasn't started a game in the nfl since 2003 stat of the week mm-hmm. anybody can name that cornerback Jason Seahorn was a safety, what? Was, was Jason Seahorn, right? He was going, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jason Seahorn. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out to Easy129, man, for that fine. Mm, that's a good fine right there. Shout out to Jason Seahorn, man. He was all right, Jason too. Now, make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, IG, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and, of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. How do you do that? Just search Full Sport Press Podcast. When you get through with that, make sure you check out the On Day TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lou every Wednesday. The latest issue is up, the Big Sean's Detroit 2 album review episode. Of course, Jay gives me hell about Stevie, man. Stevie says he didn't say the first time he saw Sean's piano. He didn't say that. But he said the first time he saw a piano. Okay. He didn't say that. Weezy, you've been on the team. You've been... A quip saying, yeah, Stevie can see, I believe. Yeah. 
I'm convinced he can see. Jeff, are you aboard the train now? No, nah, man, Stevie can't see, man. Man, see what I'm saying? That's <laughs> just a biggest speech, man. Everybody gonna say that. Blind or not, they gonna say that. Uh, He's not gonna get on there and say, man, I remember the first time I felt the piano. He's not gonna say that. He, 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 he should have. He yeah, should I, he have. He, to keep the lie going, he should have. He walked in the elevator. Shaq didn't say a word. He said, what's up, Shaq? How you doing, man? Can you explain that one, Jeff? Shaq, maybe, man. Maybe he's just legally blind. Like, he ain't. That's, that's what I told him, Jeff. Well, no, no, hey, no, 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 no. Hell no. Hell no. Maybe <laughs> girl legally legally blind and still see shapes and objects and stuff. Shapes? Yeah, but that should have been out a long time ago. You did right. He trying to live <laughs> his truth and y'all preventing it, man. Y'all preventing it. As as long as the story's coming, I'm gonna reveal them. Shit, <laughs> fresher than your average podcast. Me and my dog Animal Brian is a self help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. We have a new FTYA Friday up. This is a new segment. You've got mail analyzing purchases over the last month. So pull up on us on the IG page directly for the culture. Where your kicks, man? Cop responsible. <laughs> Ain't nobody copping. That's what I'm the trying man, to say. The mail gonna be hey, slim. Hey boy, Chris gonna be doing that one by himself a long time. <laughs> all I'm gonna be showing is Crocs, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just, hey, you need to get you an L just to hold up. Your mail yeah. got L. Whole time. <laughs> Big boy L. That's all I got for him. Jeff, you let's got 10 it. good wrestling seconds. Let's let's go. Let's start the clock. All right. So Bailey turned on Sasha Banks. Called that one, but it's fun to watch. And Roman Reigns is a full-blown heel. So two things we didn't think was going to happen in 2020, just like everything else we didn't think was going to happen in 2020, is happening in the wrestling world. It's a perfect setup. I don't see how the WWE can mess this up. They're probably going to mess this up, though. <laughs> so we're gonna, they're cooking right now. Probably the most entertaining the show has been, the shows have been at least in the last 18 months. They're they cooking for real right now. It's been fun to watch. Shout out to Neek. Shout out to the 808s and Chill Shots podcast. We covered all of this and got a little bit more coming for you. Make sure you tune in each and every Thursday. We drop at 8 a.m. Remember, you might not like wrestling, but your auntie loves it. Don't forget that. <laughs> Most definitely, man. Now, tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment and give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasted. And before we get started, the first half, Weezy, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? I do. This week's award recipient is, is Robstown High School. Yep. I thought it was fake at first, fellas. Then I saw it was in Texas, and it all started to make sense. Um, there is a new nickname for a school in the Robstown Independent School District. They are now the cotton pickers. The area around Robstown is one of the leading cotton producing regions in the entire United States. The community does not perceive a negative connotation connected with its nickname. At this time, Robstown's ISD will stay focused on student needs as a priority. Fact is, the history of cotton picking in the country usually conjures up just one of those things make you feel a little bit bad. Uh, that happened with slavery. And that alone should be enough to pivot. But Robstown's going to keep on pushing as the Robstown Cotton Pickers. The school has been around for more than 50 years. 
And at no time did anyone think about changing the name, not once. Gene Upshaw actually graduated from Robstown High School. The fuck? I got a transfer if I'm going to school there as a black kid. I'm going to no damn is this a Is this a predominantly black school or white school? I have no clue. I'm transferring. I'm not playing for the cotton pickers. I'm not doing it. Here come your cotton pickers. No. No. Mm Mm-mm. That's all you gonna hear on the intercom when we running on the field or coming in the gym? Locking nah. these cotton pickers to victory. Nah. Man. No. Fuck. No. Cotton pickers are down by nine points at half. No. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, we've been Undefeated down a cotton time. pickers are coming in town this week. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. We nah, got a victory from the cotton pickers. They finally won. See what it is. It takes. District yeah. champions? The cotton pickers? What? Yeah. This picture wearing that letterman jacket. Oh my God. Right. There's a big bag of cotton on the spot. Oh, yeah. that, dude, it's a cotton. It's a piece of cotton that was picked from the field. Man, no. No. Here's a former cotton picker. He let us in. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we done with that. Yeah, not for sure. The great cotton picker from yesteryear. Yeah. <sighs> All-time cotton picker. All time. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He, leads the, he leads the cotton pickers in history in the assist. I bet he do. Yeah, yeah, I, I bet, bet yeah. Sure. What the uh. hell? Let's get out of here, man. But more than anything, yeah. we for sure get that out to them, man. Please. Hey, yeah, that, that, that's gone. That's gone. Please. Jeez. You guys ready to get started the first half? Yeah, man. That's disgusting. The first half is underway. Full sport press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am Jay Hope. It's your boy, Big Jeff. It's your boy, Weezy. What do you do? It's your man, Coach Lock. Lock, where can they find you at on social media, my brother? Man, you can find me on Twitter and IG at Lock underscore the underscore great. That's T-H-A. Holla at me. So where you at, Weezy? You can find me at, at How Weezy on Twitter and I'm FSP Weezy on IG. Holla at me. Yeah, you are. Jeff, what's up? Jay Easley 84 across all social media platforms. That's right. That's right. And I'm Jay Hove on Instagram and Twitter. Let's have a conversation on Twitter. Let's continue to bash the Houston Rockets. It's been fun. It's been great. <laughs> Let's kick things off with the first half, man, with some NBA news. Milwaukee Bucks for Giannis Antetokounmpo, who lost in the second round, probably still win MVP. Uh, the 2019 NBA Defensive Player of the Year leads the 2019-20 NBA All-Star Defensive First Team. They announced this this week. Joining Antetokounmpo on the first team is Anthony Davis, Ben Simmons, Rudy Gobert, and Marcus Smart. The second team is led by Kawhi Leonard, followed by Pat Bev, Eric Bledsoe, Bam Adebayo, and Brooke Lopez. It comes for three Milwaukee Bucks. What? On the first and second team, all defensive, and you lose in the second round. Any snubs on this list? I don't know about snubs, but that second team sounds better than the first team. Nah, That's Pat Bell, no. Marcus Smart. That second team sounds better than the first team. Kawhi? Mark on the first team. Okay. But the Kawhi's on the second team, right? Kawhi's second team. Yeah, it's Pat. Pat Bev is, hey, listen. Let's just call a spade a spade. He might be hurt, though. But yeah. Pat Bev isn't half of how good of a defender Marcus Smart really is. Not hate. Okay. He just, he just, that. it looks a, a lot because he's he's a lot of rah 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 rah. But right. yeah, I, I'm taking Marcus Smart. But to not <laughs> have <laughs> Drew Holiday, dog. Come on, he so, on first or second. Yeah, the thing is, who you gonna take off? Bledsoe. 
Eric Bledsoe tomorrow. Yeah. Get him out. He got to go. Pack him up. Yeah. Twice. Pack him up. Right yeah. And PJ Tucker deserves to be on this, bro. He Second does. team. That's but who, who, I want to pick PJ Tucker. Brooke Lopez. Okay. Pack him up. All right. Him and Bam. Let's go. We in there. They are showing the Bucks. They showing the Bucks way too much love because of yeah. they, the regular season. It's a regular season awards. You got to understand that. And with the mm-hmm. regular season, the Bucks were the best defensive team in the NBA in the regular season until pre bubble. And they said they weren't counting the bubble in anything in consideration. So if they give this MVP y'all to Giannis Antetokounmpo this year, I'm done with the MVP award. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I don't care anything about it. It's very similar to the. Uh, I think it's maybe NFL MVP because it's just a quarterback award. There hadn't been anybody in another position that's won it in years. So, yeah, nah. I don't care anything about that award if they give it to Giannis. Because, bro, he – and Jeff has been on record. And I joined the bandwagon last year. Hey, y'all, that Giannis Antetokounmpo shit looking real funny in the playoffs. Now, does th- th- some of this have to do with that ankle injury? Mm-hmm. He was having trouble with Orlando, coach. Yeah, that he was. He was having trouble with Orlando, coach. They just never really transitioned in the bubble. They weren't a good team. They were under 500 in the bubble. Yeah. Well, do you give him slack because of the bubble? Do you give him slack nah. because he played something he never played in before, the bubble? Nah. Under Nobody played in the bubble. Nah. You can't nah. do that. Because let me tell you who they wouldn't get no slack to. LeBron James. They don't give him no slack. Hell no. Nah. LeBron better show up. Hell no. Nah. I can't give him no slack. Nah. Hell no. Nah. I'm shooting him no bell. He's a he, hey, he's gonna be on that fraud list. It's growing. It's growing. LeBron could be in a lose lose with this 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 season too. Because if he wins, they're gonna say, Well, you only won because you didn't have to play your games on the road, it was in the bubble. Uh he did and then if you lose, uh you can't never you can't win. You might be he, on to something, coach. Now nah, that's his career though, y'all. That's just yeah. LeBron James' career. He's always in a lose-lose. Because if he wins, it's always, oh, you have the best team. If he Mm -hmm. loses, you're a bum. You're three and six, three and seven. Nah, LeBron can't win. Nah, he can't win. I know this is the freshest freshest I've ever seen him in the playoffs. And and Savannah back now. She in the bubble now, too. That conjugal. He got some of that conjugal. Okay, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. All right. uh, So, guys, (laughs) Steve Nash got the keys to the Bentley this week, y'all. He was handed the head coaching job of the Brooklyn Nets. Seemingly out of nowhere, this is the team with championship aspirations that led by a top five point guard in, in Kyrie Irving and arguably 1B to LeBron's 1A best player in the league in Kevin Durant. Nash received the co-sign and praise from both KD and Kyrie, and he acknowledged himself that he, air quote, skipped the line during the process. So we think we're about to win the Steve Kerr 2.0? I just don't like the fact that some other coaches were overlooked. For example, David Fisdale, he got fired after 104 games with the Knicks when they were clearly rebuilding. You had Ty Lue who got fired after winning the championship in Cleveland, and then the next year they get rid of him after that. Alvin Gentry who gets fired because all his players are hurt with the Pelicans. Not saying Steve Nash is going to do a good job, but I think there's some other black coaches that deserve to have this opportunity that have put the work in a little more than he has. There's some black coaches. The coach, The black coaches that you mentioned, Coach, had chances after chances after chances, dude. Fizz had the Grizzlies. They underachieved. He went to the Knicks. They underachieved. Then you go with a person like um, Alvin Gentry. A little old, man. It happened to Paul Silas when LeBron got there. It happened the same thing to him with, um, with Zion. Just getting some new, fresh ideas. And I'm not mad at it. This is more of a PG leader 
type of privilege more than anything. Happened with Derek Fisher, sorry ass. Happened with Jason Kidd. Those boys literally played the game the night before and was a head coach the next day. But did he skip the line? Hell yeah. But it's more of a relationship thing that he had with Sean Marks, who he played with, um, and more of him playing 18 years at a really high level and being a really great leader. And, like, I would think, like, 4% white privilege on this, for sure. More than anything, it's more than being a, a basketball player and a leader. On top of the job, he gets to walk into a championship caliber team. So he doesn't have to go through the struggles of, you know, having your first coaching gig be with the Knicks or the Grizzlies. I mean, not this Grizzly, because this Grizzly team actually has a chance to be good. But talk about those other Grizzly teams that we know about. So he had a chance to be a championship contending coach year one. So, you know, like I said, he get the keys to the Bentley. And Chauncey Billups was worried about AI getting in the Hall of Fame. This is what Chauncey Billups should have been worried about right here. Yeah, that's still some smoke there. And here's the thing, man, with with Nash, and then we can move on. Bro, like, he's going into an already dysfunctional team. Steve Nash is going to get – listen, this is not going to end well. So let's go to the NFL. Jalen Ramsey, who's now a part of the Los Angeles Rams, broke the bank. He got a deal that is the highest for a cornerback ever. He got a five-year, $105 million deal with a $71.2 million guarantee. Woo! 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 Ow! Love that money! Now, previous, the highest deal was held by Jeff's boy, Tredavious White, with five years, $82.5 million, $55 million guaranteed. Now, Ramsey was in his final year of his rookie contract, and he was due to make $13.7 million playing under the fifth-year option, but now he will be getting about $21 million a year. Was this the right decision for the Rams to get rid of those draft picks and to pay Ramsey all this money? I just say it is. It wasn't a person to draft at that that has the potential of Jalen Ramsey, is it? True. I think the, the draft the draft picks was fine. And I think his money well spent too. Once you dedicate those type of draft picks to one player, you gotta you gotta double down with the money. So once you decide to give up those two first rounders, the money was already spent. Cause you can't let them go now, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't give up the draft picks and not sign them back. Like, then you just completely out here. But that's a lot of money for a DB. Um, but it is deserved, he is a seminal, and that is DBU. So, that's what we do. So, good job. <laughs> if you look at the person that had the highest contract as far as you know, money guaranteed that he got, Darrell Reeves. So, I think he's the closest thing to Darrell Reeves in his prime. Here's the thing with the Rams, though, y'all. The salary cap is smoked. Over the past two years, they gave four players record-breaking deals. Gurley, Donald, Goff, now Ramsey. Gurley's not even there anymore. So that's an average of right around $77 million per season. And that's not even including um, Todd Gurley. And they still got to pay Cooper Cup. This is going to require the Rams to become experts in the draft because that division is going to be – a very, very tumultuous uh, division. I just worry that the Rams are probably in over their heads as far as contracts, but you got to pay all of those guys. You had, they, they, they had no choice. You had to pay Ramsey and Donald, right? You couldn't avoid that one. But I mean, you know, you can't knock nobody for getting their money, especially in NFL. We know you one hit away from being done and they're getting rid of you because at the end of the day, it's a business. So you can't knock them for going and getting all the money they can right up front. Sure, man. Before we get started with halftime, let's talk about the bubble, man. Let's talk about the bubble, man. Daniel House, man. He's being sent home, guys. 
Houston mm. Rockets player has officially been kicked out of the NBA bubble in Orlando, Florida. After league officials say he broke COVID-19 protocol by having an unauthorized guest in his hotel room, House reportedly invited a female COVID tester to his room on September the 8th for several hours. Pound town. Despite the fact that she is not allowed to hang with players when she's off the clock, man. Players are only allowed to have authorized guests in their hotel room. People who have not been improved from the league cannot go into your room. The NBA actually investigated the allegations. While they didn't identify the unauthorized guests by name, the league clearly states House broke the rules. Here's the kicker, fellas. Here is the kicker. And I ain't know anything about this, so I researched it. Shout out to Sean Wash. Daniel House is married, man, with three kids, y'all. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Wife. <laughs> Then deleted all the pictures off the gram. Yeah. What was D House thinking? I'm going to let y'all handle this one. What is it? The horny police is on him. Like, Listen. He was horny. Like, and the memes have been killing him. Oh, my God. Yeah. You got I, 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 Daniel House was a 11-point-a-game score for this team. They needed him, dog. Needed him, he is not in the bubble no more. You got, bro, they blowing the spot up. This man got a wife and kids. Man. Three kids. Sure. This man got a beautiful family, man. Tripping. It's over with now. Who snitched on? Who what, called what, what you talking about? Yeah. What's nah, it's over with. Yeah, I mean, we don't, mind, we don't know if it's over with. We don't know. It ain't looking good. But like, if it ain't over with, it ain't what it was. For Nothing sure. She didn't take anything off the social media. All the family oh, pictures gone. It. When, when the pictures get deleted, she's, she's upset. She's upset. For good reason. She's just upset. Bro, that's a lot, though. When she go through and yeah. delete the pictures, trust me, it's over with. Never as bad as it seems, fellas. <laughs> it's never as bad as it seems. La, 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 la. That's the song. He didn't be, be, be playing it the whole la. time. <laughs> oh, la, la, la. <laughs> yeah, come on, D-House. If we can Ooh. hand out two yellow boxes, man. We got to prime them, Louise. Hey, hey, man. Come on, dog. He's on hey. box. Hey, Bro, your team down 3-1. And you hey. out here tripping. Right. <laughs> and Come you on, going to pound man. town, man. Come hey, on. Hey, what song? What song? What song? What song he got to say to get her back? What song he got to say? <laughs> nah, he got to get with the Airbags. They don't song. What, 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 what R&B song he got to say to get her back? Is it? Is it? Is it Cisco? It ain't funny, man. Not for real, that ain't funny, y'all. I think it might be Cisco incomplete. You gotta give, Listen, it, you gotta give it to Amex. Oh, man. Man. And that, I don't think the Amex is gonna work. He don't make enough money. Yeah, he in trouble. Yeah. Now she married. Oh, true girl. <laughs> <laughs> he gotta take his Cisco incomplete. I think and it's what it she is. gonna go right back with la 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 la. He gotta get. He gotta get. Nah, his, then you gotta his, hit his, his You can have it all. Nah, man, nah, hell nah. You guys ready to get started with Amex? Yes, please, please. You can have it all. <laughs> you gotta give it all to her. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime, in case you missed it, former New York Jets wide receiver Joshua Bellamy was arrested in Florida and charged with allegations of participating in a scheme to file fraudulent loan applications seeking more than $24 million in the forgivable 
Paycheck Protection Program. That's for fraudulent people that are trying to scam COVID-19 relief. Now, he wanted $1.29 million for a loan for his business. Bellamy was charged with wire fraud and bank fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud and bank fraud in a federal criminal complaint filed to the Southern District, Florida. When you get the Southern Districts and shit, you're in trouble, dog. Ooh, you shit. Now, Bellamy is accused of working with 10 named co-conspirators to submit at least 90 fraudulent loans, Wheezy, in exchange for kickbacks. Now, Bellamy is accused of fraudulent obtaining 1.25 PPP loans for his reportedly inactive company, Drip Entertainment, Jeff, and spending more than 104000 on jewelry and luxury goods, totaling to 62000 at a Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Boy, blew a bag in the casino. Now, Bellamy was released. Uh, from the Jets on Tuesday, he signed a two-year deal in 2019 and played in seven games before injuring a shoulder. Are y'all gonna learn, man? Playing with these PPP loans, man. y'all out here, y'all out here playing. Thinking it's sweet. This, I sent this to somebody I know that's out here playing. Only, yeah. The only PPP I got is right here. It's only PPP I got. <laughs> that's PPE, brother. PPE, whatever. This all that's all that I got. <laughs> I don't do the loans and all that shit, man. No, 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 no. Well, you're in the blessing business. The IRS is putting together a task squad just for this shit. And they are coming for y'all ass that was out here getting these fake loans. And it ain't, now if you get a little thousand, I think they're going to let you slide. But if you did it two, three, four times and putting people names and stuff, dog. You in trouble. You in trouble. trouble. Granted, at least 51 companies did this. Some really big companies from Forbes all the way to Brand Yeezy to Governors to automobile restaurants, whatever the case may be. They have reason as to why. Drip Entertainment had been inactive for years. Oh. What in the hell? What you gonna need it for in Drip Entertainment? He I had Drip for sale. Yeah. Get out. That was it, coach. That was it. That was yeah, perfect. let's go. Yeah, you guys ready to get started? The second half. Let's go. The second half is underway. Full sport press. Second half, the 2020 NFL Top Seven Series, Part Four. Man, bringing it to a close. The cornerbacks and safeties. Before we get started, I am Jay Hope. It's your boy Big Jeff. It's your boy Weezy, what it do? It's your man, Coach Lock. For the final time in 2020. FSP and our listeners came together to make a list of who we perceive to be the top seven cornerbacks and safeties heading into the 2020 NFL season. We appreciate everybody that submitted a list over all parts. Um, We couldn't have done it without you. Some of these lists were absolutely trash. Some of them were absolutely great. Either way, in the middle, we came up with the list. This list is strictly related to their 2019 stats and performance and who has the best chance of maintaining their great play heading into this season. Without further ado, let's get to the cornerbacks. Now, cornerback may be the most difficult position to play in today's NFL outside of quarterback. Not only is the talent pool the wide receiver deeper than it's ever been, the rules of the modern game are in their favor, making a corner's job even harder. Now, Weezy, who is last year's cornerback seven through one? Last year's cornerbacks was number seven. He's just having a hard time right now. Xavier Howard. Number six is Marshawn Lattimore. Number five is Kyle Fuller. 
Number four is <laughs> he loves going home every night from what I've seen on uh, Hard Knocks is Chris Harris. <laughs> and number three, Pat Pete, original, number seven from LSU, Lockdown. Number two is about his big-ass house I've seen on Hard Knocks too, Jalen Ramsey. And number one, he got dreads, he's quiet, but he wear a nose ring, Stephon Gilmore. And that is the list from last year. A lot of these people didn't make it this year, man. Uh, speaking of one that did not make it, Marshawn Lattimore, Jeff's guy. Hey, <laughs> Defensive rookie of the year. And I think he has a hard time because he's in a terrible division with wide receivers. He has to show up every night, cut down his yards after catch this year. Just didn't make the list, man. Jeff, how you feel about that, man? It's your guy. I think he should make the list just off of pure, like, who he lines up against every week and puts up numbers, doesn't give up big numbers. You know what I mean? He's got a few touchdowns this last year, but he doesn't give up a lot of numbers. Kid's a solid, solid quarterback. That's my guy. There it is. Next on the list that did not make an honorable mention, Casey Hayward, man, Vanderbilt Commodores, 31 years old. Weezy, how you feel about one of the most underappreciated corners in the NFL not making this list? I think it's just because he went to Vanderbilt, man. I really do. I really do. What did I say, you know, from somebody the 31 years old to last this long from Vanderbilt in the league? True. Besides my quarterback who don't play no more. I think he gets overlooked because they play zone so much. But he's elite, man. I think he's an elite corner, man. I agree yeah. with you. I don't think he got anything to do with Vandy. I think it's more of the zone. And he, switch, he switches teams. He's, he gets traded a lot. He switches teams a lot. So Not really. Two teams. That ain't a lot. Yeah, you're right. And last but not least, uh, his teammate now, Chris Harris, who's also 31 years old. Uh, number four on our list last year. Coach, you got anything to say about Chris Harris not making this list? I think Chris Harris is just a casualty of war for some of these guys having better years. If we were doing a top seven of the decade, Chris Harris would be on that top seven list. No question. He transitioned from being a full-time corner on the slot. Then he went to outside. Now he's back home at slot. He's going to be great for the Chargers this year. I think I just figured out another show, fellas. We got another show to do. And uh, last but not least, Marcus Peters. Hey, listen, he is cold, y'all. Marcus Peters is cold. Let me tell you what his problem is. Too risky. Takes too many risks. Always gambles so much. And that's the reason why he's not on it. But he was, bro, he was all pro. Yeah, he was all pro. Made my list. Made mine, too. Yeah. He tied the league for picks over with 13 over the past three years. Mm Mm-hmm. Make plays, but this is what I'm saying. When I say he gambles, this boy Kevin Gamble. You understand oh, yeah. what I'm saying? Like he rolling the dice. What? It, it, sometimes it works, and then sometimes you get smoked for 75 yards for sure. And he's and he's nuts too. And he's absolutely insane. Let's start with the list, man. Number seven, we have AB's guy Jair Alexander, 23 years old. Wasn't ranked last year. How you guys feel about Jair coming in at number seven? I think Jair's only reason he's number seven is because people didn't know who he was before that, man. Jair, Jair can play. He can play. But he plays on Green Bay where, you know, they're not known for their defense. And they, I'm telling you, when you play for Green Bay and you're not Clay Matthews, you don't get no, you don't get no recognition on defense. You just don't unless you just have a crazy year. Like that one year, uh, the Martinez dude for the linebacker, he led the league in tackles and people didn't know who he was. This guy – 
he's solid. He's okay. He didn't make my list at all. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. But I can understand why he made number seven. If he'd have made anything higher than seven, I'm gonna get number seven. Jair Alexander, man, he's young and he will only get better. He made my list. He's a great athlete that he can change directions and getting out of his back pedal. And he's going to start to get a little more recognition like we talked about. He's going to start to come out of that Green Bay offensive shadow. He will be mentioned as one of the best DBs here in the future. Through a couple of weeks in 2019, start of the season, Jay Alexander was – I was looking I was talking to A.B. I was like, he's the best corner in football. That's how great he was playing for a stretch there. And then Dallas happened, gave up damn near 200 to Amari. Got beat for another 100 yards the next week. He has elite talent. Like, he's an elite corner. On Madden, he is a shutdown corner. He's listed as a shutdown corner. Nobody that we mentioned this honorable mention was listed as a shutdown corner, man. So it is a reason as to why this kid is touted the way he is. He has the talent. He's got to eliminate those bad days, man. How many bad days are you allowed as a shutdown corner? Out of 16 games, games, three. You say, oh, three. You say, oh, you got, you got three bad games. So if you have four bad games, you had a bad year. But 200 is worse than a bad game, bro. Yeah. yeah 200 is like a wide receiver is like, like Cookie. holy grail. You know what I'm saying? So you, you can't be on the other side of 200. Now, granted, all, of the, all the 200 wasn't on him, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, nah, for sure. 200 is 200. It's going to look like. One, your ex-wide receiver had 200. Your ex-corner was there. So, yeah, you're going to get a lot of the blame, for sure. Move on to number six, man. We got Patrick Peterson, 30 years old. Last year, he was number three on our list. How you guys feel about Pat Peter six? Man, I love Pat Peter six. Pat Peter's been on this list ever since, ever since we've been doing this, right? Every year. And 30 years old, I think he still got another maybe two years of prime left in him. I think so, and I think he's rejuvenated. I think he's rejuvenated playing with this new, playing with this new team, new system. He got a he he got a new wide receiver to help him out on offense where he got to shut down everybody. They can finally score some points now. I think Pat P. I think Pat P. will be higher on the list next year. Honestly, he hasn't shown other than the injuries. He hasn't shown any signs of slowing down. And he's consistent. You don't want to throw it to his side. Like you, you game plan not to get him involved, and that defense is going to get better this year. I'm, I'm agreeing with Weezy on that. He definitely can still play. He only he had two interceptions in those 10 games. It's just a matter of if the offense can keep him off the field, like Weezy mentioned, to prolong his career, which I think they will because they got a few more weapons. Um, 2019 was the worst year statistic-wise for Pat Pete. If he can figure out a way, you know, he has Buda Baker out there with him. Now he has Isaiah Simmons in that secondary um, the defense looks a lot better. I always live by the code that Pat P is always a top five corner. And corners are getting better as they're getting older now because the defenses are schemed for older corners to eat because they are smarter. So in turn, you'll see a lot of these players sticking on this list. I don't have him going higher on this list, but I do have him still on the list in 2020. Let's move on to number five. <laughs> Come on, the man. boy, man. Number five is Joe Hayden, man. 31 years old. Wasn't ranked last year. How you guys feel about old Joe, man? Hey, employee number five, man. My guy. Oh, 
My thing with Joe Hayden is I, he, he's like Pat Pete. He gets better. He gets better with time, man. Like Ryan, he's just, he's on the list at five. He still does work on the field, man. Still shut down. He still follows everywhere. He's, he still takes number one corner, follows, plays slot, whatever you want to do. And he's physical. And, like, he gave he gave life to that Pittsburgh defense last year. Keep it short. He owed, Finger, he owed Minka Fitzpatrick for this, for this position. Ooh. I like it. A little spicy. Good thing Jay's on mute. <laughs> Minka Fitzpatrick did help him out, but – Still on this corner doing what he does. You only giving up five point nine yards per target. That's crazy as a corner with seventeen pass defections and five interceptions. He's still locked down over there. They have a good defense now. They got a go to corner. They got a they safety in Minka, and then you still got T.J. Watt. So I think he's going to be on this list next year because he's going to continue to do the same thing. Here's the thing: Minka Fitzpatrick had zero picks in Miami. He gets to playing with a corner and a defense that's getting to the ball. And you can't throw to Joe Hayden side because he's going to pick it. So in turn, I mean, uh, Mika Fitzpatrick ate off him. The hell? How do you have your best year? Crazy as hell. No one expected Joe Hayden had a year that he did. He regained his status as a top five corner in this league. He is a beast. Only penalized six times the entire season. Come on, man. Only... Dude, he only had three. He only had three PIs in sixteen games. You asking for trouble? You caught you targeting my dog five. Let's go get it. Let's move on to number four. Richard Sherman, thirty-two years old, was not ranked last year. Let's talk about Sherman, man. In four, I remember one time when Sherman, somebody on this call said Sherman sucks. He only could play one side of the field. He don't do this, but he now he plays for you know. A team that this somebody on this on this on, on this Zoom call cheers for, and now he made the list at 32 years old, and he's and he and, and now he's uh, you know now he's one of the best corners in the league, which which he was always was. Now nah, you're right, Weez. I remember that. I remember all that. Yeah, Richard Sherman always been one of the best corners in the league. Always got that stupid flag for not only for only being on one side of the field, whatever. whatever. For doing for doing what he was coached to do too. Remember that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you got flag for that, but whatever. But shout out to him. Take away the Super Bowl, man. He had a, a one of one of the best years you're gonna see. He had a bad Super Bowl. Can't lie about that. But other than that Super Bowl, he had a great year. So he definitely deserves to be on this list. All one of the all time greats. Yeah, Richard Sherman showed me a little more than what I thought he was. I always thought he was good, great corner in Seattle. It fit them well. But I would like to see what Richard Sherman can do without a safety over the top. He always has a great safety over the top. Y'all, and then we got, I say this in San Francisco, not taking nothing away from him. He still had three interceptions and 11 pass deflections. And he, you don't want to test him over there. He's a player. This is the thing, Coach. We ain't got no safeties. Richard Sherman had a great year. But let's just be real. Richard Sherman's never played with a front line like the San Francisco 49ers. Young boys getting to that ball like how them boys get to that ball. And he only allowed 373 yards and one touchdown all season. Now, that has a lot to do with the pressure that's coming from that D-line. But this kid is special, man. And I think he's one of the top zone corners in NFL history. And you put him with a team that's blitzing like how we are, it's only going to be better, man. Let's move right along to number three, the talented Jalen Ramsey, 25 years old. He was number two on our list last year. How you guys feel about Jalen Ramsey? 
Jalen Ramsey is one of these guys where if you could like you know create a player, you probably you probably a cornerback. You probably gonna create Jalen Ramsey. Fast, tall, rangy, mean. He'll much rather get physical and knock the ball down and talk shit to you than pick the ball off. I really do. He gets to have a full season with the Rams. He got his bag. Man, he gets to go out there and justify getting that bag. Can't wait to see it. And he's a seminal. DBU. Yeah, man, he'll bounce back and be one of the top corners in the league, which he already is. Clearly, he's on his list at three. But I could see him moving up on this list after this year. He He's comfortable in L.A. now. He's supposed to be high on this list and probably will be again in 2021. And the problem doesn't have anything to do with talent. This kid is special, man. He draws your number one every night. And he didn't give up a single touchdown, y'all, in coverage. So he's not going to pick a lot of balls off. He's always been accustomed to dropping the ball, even going back to Florida State. He'll be A, he was dropping the picks. But to play at a level that he's played, if you are getting a corner and these three guys coming up, there's no question Jalen Ramsey would be my pick for sure. Ain't no question. He's a dog. Number two, we have Tredavious White, 25 years old, man. Wasn't ranked last year. How you guys feel about Tredavious White, Jeff? I'll let you kick this one off. Approaching the prime of his career, throw to his side of the field if you want to. Going the other way. He's going to pick it. He's going to deflect it. He's going to make a play. I know he plays in Buffalo, so you may not be – some people aren't really aware of what he does, but Tredavious White is must-see TV every Sunday. The defensive line at Buffalo wasn't no slouch, man. So I don't know if, you know, that had a lot, a lot to do with why he's number two on this list this year. But that defense line at, 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 at Buffalo helped out a lot. He's going to be locked down over there, and he's playing opposite of Josh Norman now. So he's not going to see a lot of passes his way. People are going to try Josh Norman before they try him now. You know, he was second in the league, believe, with six interceptions tied with – the next guy on this list we'll talk about had 17 pass deflections, the first team all pro. And he had 58 tackles and two forced fumbles. He's just a player, man. And he's not going to see too many balls thrown his way this year because of what he did. Let's keep it real, man. Buffalo had top five defense last year. And it got something to do with their front line, got something to do with those linebackers. And they got two good safeties. And Tredavious White, accustomed to making plays. He's a playmaker. Since LSU. It's a bunch of SEC guys on this list, too. We ain't going to talk about that. But with Tredavious White, man, he's just a spectacular corner. He didn't give up a touchdown all season, y'all. And people were throwing his way. And you know what he was doing? He's picking that thing. And he dancing with it. We to the house with that. Ain't no question. But he is accustomed to playing with a really good defense. His Buffalo defense is underrated. And I think he benefits off of that. Very similar to a lot of people on this list. But Tredavious White is a player. And can't take nothing away from him. He's a killer. True killer at the cornerback position. Speaking of a killer, number one on this list, man, two years in a row, man, Stephon Gilmore, 30 years old. Let's talk about him, man. He, he's a true corner. And he got that, he got that Kawhi Leonard in him. He's like, you know, he don't, he, he's not a rah, rah, rah guy, real quiet. He'll make a pick, then go sit down like, he, like he's tired or something. This is how I know he's like that. When the last time y'all know somebody to get paid get paid in New England, young like this. I wish, I wish he wouldn't have paid him and he could get the hell out of our division. That's, <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, nah, man, he's, this dude, yeah, he, he's number one two years in a row for a reason. 
Yeah, man, he, he's just locked down over there, man. Six interceptions, even had two touchdowns on those interceptions. Only 50% completion against him, 20 pass deflections. He's just going to lock down your receive over there. Defensive player of the year is corner. That's nuts. And best corner in the sport. It's not even close. He dominates zone like Sherman, and he shuts down bump and run. His, hey, his, his tag is bump and run Gilmore. He's going to do that just like Revis did. So, listen, he's as close to a complete corner we've seen in the league in a long-ass time. And he's just developed under Belichick. He's the gold standard at the position, man. He's the gold standard. You don't see corners getting defensive player of the year. It just don't happen unless you're Deion Sanders, unless you Darrell Revis, and then you Stephon Gilmore, dog. Respect that kid, man. He's a player. Everybody. Let's go through this list, man. Bumper run Gilmore, number one. Number two, Tredavious White. Number three, Jalen Ramsey. Number four, Richard Sherman. Number five, Joe Hayden. Number six, Pat Pete. And number seven, Jair Alexander. Anybody making this list next year? Give me a prediction. I'm going to go with my boy, Dory Jackson. Tennessee. He got to. It's time for a big year out of him. I respect that. Marshawn Lattimore, back on the list where he, where he belongs. Look out for my boy, shout to Madden, Desmond King. Ooh, I like Desmond King, coach. Hey, this is the year. C.J. Henderson, Jacksonville. Let's go. As a rookie. Lockdown. That ain't bad. That ain't Lockdown. Bad. That ain't bad. We're going to see that. Let's move on to the safeties, man. Safeties are taking on a more important and diverse role in today's NFL the league is trending more towards light personnel packages, more three safety packages, and more hybrid defenders. And it's a lot of those guys on this list. We used to go through the list seven through one from last year. Last year's safeties. Number seven, Adrian Amos. Number six, he might be on Dr. Phil right now, Earl Thomas. Number five, Harrison Smith. Just a low-key killer. Number four, this is Jeff Homeboy. He trying to get to Dallas though bad. <laughs> Jamal Adams. Number three, where's he at? Eddie Jackson. Y'all see him? Eddie Jackson. Number two, Coach Locks, boy, just can't, you know, I don't, he may be HGH in him or something. Daryl James. And number one, this is Jay Boy. He said he's going to buy a jersey. KB, MTSU, underdog. Let's start off with some honorable mention. First person we got is Devin McCourty. This is Jeff. You, hey, listen, you fought for Devin McCourty. Fight for him now, man. Devin McCord is consummate professional, lines down every Sunday, smart on the field, never out of place. You, if you're watching the football, watching the defense play, he's like another quarterback on the defensive side other than your middle linebacker. He knows where he needs to go. Man, that, that defense is, is ranked so highly, and he's one of the main reasons why. He should be on this list. Put him in a box. Put him in coverage. He's an animal. Everywhere. A little long in the tooth, though. But he don't show it. He doesn't show it. Can we, like, kind of downplay that a little bit if you're still valuable to your team and you're still putting out a good product on the field? That's it. Because athletes are playing longer these days because they're taking care of their body. Like, Tom Brady's a little longer than the two. And we st he still makes the list every year. It's a different position, though. Playing corner and playing quarterback is too tough. Yeah, but he's still but he's still playing. McCourty's still playing, though, Josh. Tom Brady didn't make this list, though, dog. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but McCourty's still playing. Yeah, but I'm going into right. this year, I think I think this is going to be the year where it catches up to him. Speaking of catching up, Earl Thomas got a lot of votes. Did not make the list. Father Thomas undefeated, man. 
And he looked bad in 2019, y'all, as the season rolled along. It was his worst season as a pro. It'll be interesting to see where he lands because if he can land on his feet like Richard Sherman, Joe Hayden, around some other good defensive pieces, if Earl Thomas makes it to Dallas, I guarantee he'll be on this list next year. I guarantee it. And last but not least, Coach Locks guy, Anthony Harris. Talk about him, Coach. Man, Anthony Harris, who's more of a free safety, but, you know, you got the other kid over there we'll mention on this list. He covers a lot of ground in the deep pass. He has six picks, and he'll come up into the box, and he'll be just running the line of scrimmage, too. That's the best duo of safety in football. Let's get it, man. Number seven on the list. Weezy, we're going to kick this off with you. Your guy, Buda Baker, 24 years old, was not ranked last year. Talk about it. Buda Baker, man, 147 tackles, a little undersized. And, and, and play, playing that division this year is going to be really tough on him. So I don't know if he can – and play, I'm telling you, playing with that inspired Arizona team this year, he's going to cause trouble. Y'all 49 fans are going to see it tomorrow. I'm trying to tell you, it's going to be rough on y'all. Like he, like we just said, that defense is going to be inspired this year. going to be a better defense. I think this he has the potential to move up his list going forward. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if he's not on his list next year just because of some of the people we have on the honorable mention might get on this list. And being in that division, playing against the team he's going to play, it's going to be tough on him. Yeah, Buddha just got paid $59 million and now that reputation is growing league-wide. I think he's a pseudo linebacker, though. He can play in the box. He can also play deep half. He can do coverage. He's a beast, man. And playing under three defensive schemes, switching each position every year, you get settled now because you have a system now in your second season playing under Kingsbury. I think he'll make a leap, man. I think he'll be even higher. And he has Isaiah Simmons out there as well, man. So I'm telling you, it's going to be tough for him. My guy, Buda Baker. Let's move on to number six, Justin Simmons, 26 years old. Wasn't ranked last year. Let's talk about him. He's everywhere on the field, man. Everywhere. He got potential to move up next year. He might be five on the list next year. I ain't going to say he's top five, top four yet, but he might be five on the list next year. He only allowed 52% of uh, classes completed on his area as a safety. And that Broncos team is young. They're making the right moves. He's, he has a chance to move up as well. Like, I think this safety position is going to be rough going forward. <laughs> it shows how good you are when your team lets Chris Harris go. That's how much they believe in you. Mm-hmm. He hasn't missed a game since 2017. He had 17 pass breakups in 2019. He's, he's young. He's going to be here on this list here. And I can just mention, I think he will move up on this list next year. Yeah, man, you franchise tag this kid. You got to pay him. He still has to play at a high level to get that money. He will do that. He posted some of the best coverage numbers as a safety in the entire league. Very solid against the run, 93 tackles, 15 pass deflections, so he's in coverage as well. Both facets of the game. His improvement from 2018 to 2019 is the main reason why the Denver Broncos defense looked like it was going somewhere. Now you lose uh, Vaughn and you bring Bradley, uh, Bradley Chubb back. It's going to be tough, man, but he's only 26 years old. He has a lot of playing to do. Um, I can't necessarily say where he would be at on the list considering the fact that you lose one of your best defensive players on that team, but the way that he plays, man, his career is headed in the right way. For sure. He's, he's the reason why Marcus Mariota got benched last year and, and probably not playing no more. 
I wanted you to say that. I didn't want to be <laughs> bring it up. Yeah, I know I'd be picking on the Titans, but I wanted you to say that. Yeah, no, for sure. Clown the game. Yeah, now he killed. Let's move on to the Hitman, Harrison Hitman Smith, 31 years old. Last year's ranked number five. Didn't move up again this year. How you guys feel about Harrison Smith? I thought Harrison Smith a silent killer, man. I think I think he gets overlooked a little bit because he's not, you know, one of us. But he's a killer, man. <laughs> he's the reason why they're great. Him and Eric Kendrick are the reason why they're great. I think so. Uh, Jay, I'm going to be real. Like, I will always say, man, who is dude? I remember when I first started doing the show, you would talk about him all the time. I would see him on the, you know, on the field. I just couldn't, you know, pay attention to him. Shout out to Mike G. Mike G, the Vikings fan. He would talk about him all the time, too. And I finally sit down and start watching dude. Justified. Justified. Making plays. I, I, I can still throw on him if I need to, I think. But I'm not running his way, and I hope my receiver gets down once he catches the ball and runs his way. He's about to get his head rocked. <laughs> Harrison Smith, man, like, he, he's great against the run and near line of scrimmage. He's pretty good in coverage. You know, he had 11 pass defections, three interceptions, and he's just consistent. He's been a pro bowler the last five years. And he's not as bad in coverage as people think he is. You throw it that way, he will pick it off. My guy to hit, man, um, I want him on my team. Every Madden can never get him. He's just one of those players that can do so much, man. It's no wonder why Anthony Harris – is getting the you know the credit he deserves. It's because he's playing alongside Harrison Smith. Eight seasons, he only gone one with less than two picks, man. Followed up eleven interceptions over the last three campaigns, man. Not afraid to get his hand dirty, punish his targets. They're going across the middle on the other side of 30, so we get a little tricky. But I think Harrison Smith playing alongside Eric Kendricks, Danielle Hunter. Anthony Barr in that defense, he still has a lot of fuel left in his tank, for sure. Let's move on to number four, man. Jeff's guy, Jamal Adams, 24 years old. He was ranked number four last year. Let's talk about him. This is my type of safety right here. I'd rather have a lot of pass breakups, a lot of decleating, other than a lot of picks. This is my type of safety. Play linebacker a little bit, can, can go in coverage. He can guard the big tight ends. He can guard the slot receiver if he wanted to. He got to back it up. And he went to Seattle where they're known for having good safeties and good defense. He got he, he really don't know it, but I think he put put the target on his back. Play him at free, play him at strong, play him at corner. If he need to, you're gonna get real frisky, put him in the outside linebacker. He's gonna bring it up, he's gonna make the hit, he's gonna make the tackle. He, he doesn't have those interception numbers that people like to rave about. I get it. But your wide receiver, when he hears his footsteps coming, he's gonna get down because he's gonna get it again, get knocked into the next game. I want this guy on my team any chance I can. If you think he's only if he's only playing a run, throw his way if you want to. Like man, nah, he's complete safety. He should be higher. Jamal Adams dominates the middle of the field. He's great blitzing and he's great pass rushing. That's why he shows he gets sacks. And people wide receivers like Jeff mentioned, they scared when they hit him footsteps. And he's not as strong in man coverage, but he's good enough where you still don't want to try him. Yep. Jamal Adams is the modern defender, man. Can pressure the quarterback on first down, stop the run on second down, and lock down the receiver on third down. Fast twitch athlete, like Weezy mentioned, can guard tight ends, running backs, and even receivers in some coverages. He's a positionless defender. I think we worry about him because it hasn't translated to wins. I just don't think he's played on a good team. And now he's playing on that Seahawks team. And, man, you label him a box safety if you want to. 
but he is a dog, covers with the best of them. I think he wants to be the highest paid safety in the entire NFL. I think he deserves it, man. He is the modern safety. And as far as positionless football, we talk about Jalen Ramsey as far as talent. This is the talent that we're talking about uh, with Jamal Adams, man. Should be number one on this list every year. Move on to number three, the man, the myth, the legend, Kevin Byer, 27 years old, was ranked number one last year. Let's talk about KB, fellas. Honestly, from being a Titans fan and watching every Titans game, KB is the face of our franchise right now, honestly. I think so. Other than Derrick Henry, he is the face. On defense, I say on defense, he's the face of our franchise. He gets overlooked. Now, KB will come up and smack you, but he also has he gets great ball skills where he'll pick the ball off. He has and, – and I've seen in three separate seasons where he has – Three, he has three games where he's intercepted the ball twice in one game. He did it last year against Cleveland. He did it two years ago against Cleveland when they played Johnny Menzel. He has two games every year where he gets double interceptions in one game. And he and at least a secondary in tackles every year. It's for a reason, man. Yeah, he gets he gets overlooked a lot because he plays in Tennessee, which sucks. Um, hopefully the Titans can keep up their success going forward. Because the more successful the Titans are as a team. Kevin gets to get the recognition he deserves. And, you know, I I, I made jokes about him, you know, in our pre-production call. But he he is definitely on this list. And he's definitely one of the top-tier savers in the league. I didn't have him this high. But, you know, like we just said, he's going to make plays and he's going to be around. Like So the Titans definitely should do that, do the best they can to promote this guy because he's a star. He's on this list because he can do them both. You throw it his way, he's going to pick it. If you run in the ball, he's going to come up in a box and he's one of the best run defenders on this list. And then he's reliable. He's played more snaps than any other safety in the league last year. Can't ask for more than that idea of safety. If he's going to pick it off or he's going to come down to the box and make the tackle. Has 18 career interceptions in his, in his young career. That's nuts. That's why he's on this list. Going to MTSU, he wasn't even invited to the combine, dog. He's been underutilized, underappreciated. And it's a shame that people don't even know this, this kid. His face isn't even on Madden, y'all. They have a default face on Kevin Byard. He's first-team All-Pro. Every first-team All-Pro player, from a damn offensive lineman to a quarterback to a running back, they all have their faces. KB's face isn't on that. Insane, man. Just elite at every facet of the game. There's some names that overshadow him, but they can't put up the numbers that KB has put up over the last three or four years. He's only 26 years old, man. If I need a safety... I'm going to get KB at the safety position. If we want to go to the corner, give me Jalen Ramsey. This kid is special. My favorite player on the Titans. I don't even like Titans players, but this kid, man, you can lose him in blitz. You can lose him in coverage. Man, he's just special, man. Just special. One of my favorite players, man. Got to get that jersey. You got to give KB some love, man. Jeff be hating on KB. Let's move on to number two. <laughs> Minka Fitzpatrick, 24 years old. He's not ranked last year. Let's talk about him, fellas. Mika, man, he made the switch to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and, and, you know, he showed everybody, you know what, this is what I come to do. I just want to win. He wants to win. The talent was never, never, never in doubt. He wanted to win. Alabama's coach said, you know, he's the smartest coach. He's the smartest player I've ever, I've ever coached. That says something. That says something, man. When Nick Saban says that, that says something. And he went to Pittsburgh and showed it. Pittsburgh's defense was the reason why – that cluster of offense was got carried to almost to the playoffs. Like their defense was cold, and Minka was the he and TJ Watt were the star of that. Like 
course, Joe Hayden had an okay year or whatever, Jack. Are you about to say that? But Mika, man, he got to a team where he wanted to be. He got out of where he got out of that Miami situation, got to where he needed to be, and the sky's the limit for this kid. Man. I can't wait to see what he does this year. It's hard to to be successful in Miami as a defensive player, as a safety, when you're constantly on the field. The offense didn't give him no help, so he was always put in bad situations, and it never showed to be the player that he can be till he got to Pittsburgh. We always knew this kid was a player. It showed in college. It's just Miami was just not the place. It was a bad fit. That's why when he got to Pittsburgh, he showed who he is. You don't want to throw his way. He had five interceptions, and he's versatile. He can come down to the box, or he can stay and in, in cover. That's why he's two where he's on his list. Yep. You got to look at Minka as one of the next generation of safeties, him and Jamal Adams. Players that you can align all over the field, play three different roles on three consecutive downs. That's something we didn't ever see coming into um, this, you know, time of football. Dude, he was targeted 16 times with the Steelers, just with the Steelers. Got five picks. Stay the hell away from dude, man. He's a very, very talented safety. Rare athletic ability. He can play safety and he can play corner. He played corner two years, y'all, at Alabama. Then he switched to safety. Then you get him to the league, they were like, what is he? I don't know what the hell he is. He's just a player. Put him out there. Put him in free, man. Just a super, super athlete. For my money, there's only one safety in the entire league who can do everything that um, Minka Fitzpatrick can do, for sure. Only one. It's moving on to number one. Let's talk to Tyron Matthew, man. 28 years old, man. Wasn't ranked last year. Let's talk about him, fella. You know, he, he's playing up under Patrick Mahomes, and they're getting overshadowed. Patrick Mahomes is throwing for 90 touchdowns a year. But the Honey Badger held down their defense when they counted, man. And he's been doing it year after year after year. Undersized, too. To make you fumble in a heartbeat. Child of the Honey Badger. 12 pass breakups, man. Rejuvenated year. Four picks. He deserved the number one spot this year. And cap it off with the Super Bowl. What can you say? Honey Badger, man, he's an elite slot coverage player, and he's changed positions. He was originally playing free safety when he was in the league. He's only been playing strong safety for this going into his third year now. Like you said, he's all over the floor, and he's reliable. Only KB, Kevin Byron, has played more snaps than him. So he's number one on this list because of those things. If we had a true 5-2 player in the NFL, it's Tyron Matthew. We talk about this modern safety. It was set up with Tyron Matthew. All he does is change the game. Very similar to what Jamal Adams does. Very similar to what Mika Fitzpatrick does. What sets him apart is just how long he's been elite at his level. He's been in the league since 2013. Those guys were still in high school then. So the numbers were good enough to see him get first team all pro. Got a ring out of it. He deserved everything that he was getting, man. I root for this kid every year. Want him to play well. It's just a good story. Deserves everything that's coming to him. And he revolutionized the safety position right after you would say Earl Thomas came in and did something different. Tyron Matthew made us uh, aware of these guys that can do at the safety position. Let's go over the list, man. Number one, Tyron Matthew. Number two, Minka Fitzpatrick. Number three, KB. Number four, Jamal Adams. Number five, Harrison Smith. Number six, Justin Simmons. And number seven, Buda Baker. Who makes this list, man? Give me a new one. I'm going to go with Mark Barron from uh, Denver next year. 
Shit, Dale McCoy. I stick with McCoy. Yeah, stick with your guns. Stick with your guns. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my boy, my boy Anthony Harris. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Marcus Williams, free safety for the Saints. True dog should have made this list this year. Marcus Williams is one of the more underappreciated safeties in the entire NFL. He just plays for the Saints. Again, how we talk about people don't talk about defense in Green Bay. People don't talk about defense in New Orleans. He's the he's the reason that Lattimore feels a little safety, a little safety blanket back there, and it's Marcus Williams. Do you want your – I have a question real quick, a question real quick for y'all guys. Do you want your corner – I mean, do you want your safety to, you know, average 80 tackles or, or get three picks? 80 tackles. I need him to tackle. Yeah, because you coming yeah. down in that box. If you can't tackle, you not you can't help me. It depends too, though. If he's playing free safety, I don't need him to have eighty tackles. Oh. I need him to help out over the top. But if he's playing strong, I need him to get at least eighty tackles for sure. Yeah, man, this has been fun. Again, we appreciate everybody that sent in the list from quarterbacks all the way to corners. Um, this is always fun. We'll be back next week with uh, talking some NFL, man, for sure. It's, it's, we're here, and then after that. Some college More football NFL. talk, man. More NFL. <laughs> nah. Yeah, then the NBA in between that for sure. Damn 2K. They said the damn draft ain't to the 18th. Why the hell? I ain't played 2K. It came out Thursday. I played it one time, dog. Once. The draft, the draft is 18th or what? This November. When's the season going to start? Probably Christmas. Tentatively right now, I don't see it starting Christmas, though. I see it, I see it Christmas. February 1. Hell no. Nah. February? No. Nah. nah, ain't no way. Hell no. Nah. Nah. Can't miss out on that money, Jeff. No. Nah. You know nah. that. Them boys going to be playing in January. Are they going to bubble again? No. Nah. Yeah. I don't think they're going to bubble again. Shit. Shit. Well, I see what you're saying. Why? Why you bubble? Everybody else playing in their stadiums? They're not going to bubble? NFL playing in their stadiums, MLB. Well, MLB ain't got no fans, but if NFL putting all them people in there, they're not going in their bubble no more. It's true. That, that's a great point. We kept you guys a little too long, man. We will be back next week. Don't forget to tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell a friend. Weezy. Everything paid for, baby. Coach Lot. Get a drummer song. Jeff. Camera's always on, brother. The Revolution will be podcasted. We are out. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.